so Raymond, you, you are so inspiring. We we saw your product and we know that you've got an incredible manufacturing company in Limpopo. Are you still in the small Limpopo province called Harafelo? Yes, I'm currently based in Polokwane, but I am from Harafelo. When I say I'm going home, that is where I go. Is that where you go? <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, we are just 23 years old and you've achieved so much in your life. Um, but I, I looked a little bit into your life and I see that you started a digital marketing agency at the age of 20 called Fearless Trends, uh, focusing yes. particularly on the rural communities. Um, something that we feel very strong about that a lot of the big companies and agencies don't necessarily focus on that market. Um, and I saw you saw a gap. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Uh, so I've got a huge, 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 huge passion for the rural areas because that is where I grew up. I see that there's always limited opportunities for young people, for graduates, and for businesses. So I st- um, I, I, I realized that I love digital marketing. And when I, I went to Facebook Africa and I did a three-month course with them, that sort of equipped me with digital skills. And afterwards, I knew that I was going to use that all that I've learned in developing the small businesses in rural areas because they were not utilizing the digital space to grow their businesses. So that is why I started the, the, the agency and why I specifically focused on small businesses in rural areas. Well, thank you very much uh, for doing that because we also say that everybody has to be focused on and everybody needs an opportunity and we've got such great stories to tell and not just in the big cities but also in the rural communities. Mm, Absolutely. And uh, I mean your strength must be coming from, I see you were raised by a single mother and and you are also a family of four with three brothers. That uh, must have been an interesting uh, growing up. Yes, um, my parents divorced when I was, I think, 10, if not 11, uh, and my mom basically had to take on the reins from then onwards. She had to be both a mom and a dad to us with the assistance of my grandmother, <clears throat> of course, who's also an entrepreneur. My grandmother sells a few things in the house just to make a living. She put my mom and the siblings through university just from that small business. So I, I would say that I was raised by quite strong women, which is why I think I became the way that I am now. And I'm very strong and I'm resilient and literally nothing can... Um, can bring me down. I think one of the things that like really inspired me to um, get into entrepreneurship is the how, my, how how much I seek independence. I, I saw how broken my mom was after the divorce, and I never wanted to be like that. I never wanted to depend on anyone or anything or any system. So I just wanted to be me and uh, build something for myself of my own. Oh, well, that's just incredible. Um, and, you know, women are the strongest, uh, uh, it's such a strong part of our society and community. You know, my wife is also my managing director at my business, uh, Mama, so I mm. completely understand where inspiration <laughs> comes from. And, yeah. you know, I, I see that you also, um, if you don't mind me asking, I see that a lot of what you do in your business and a lot of your inspiration, and I'm assuming a lot of your energy and, and, and confidence, that a lot of that is also rooted in the purpose to God. Yes, 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 yes. I believe that everything that I am, God has instilled in me. And um, he has placed so much wisdom and strength in me. And everything that I, the excellence that I need to be is to praise God. So everything that I can be is to be, is, has to be 
in the glory of the Lord. So if God has blessed me so much with my brains and the ideas that he has planted in me, if I don't utilize that, it means that I'm not glorifying him enough. To glorify him, I need to be my best and do my best. Well, amen. <laughs> we, so you, you, you start at 20, an entrepreneur journey, inspired by your grandmother. And I know that your mother then also formed part of your inspiration. So you're 20 years old. You start this uh, Fearless Trends digital marketing agency. And then your mother speaks to you about cleaning products. Tell us a little bit about that and how you then took it from that into manufacturing. <coughs> so the, it was a phase in, I think it was in 2017. 2018, 2017, 2018, there was a, a phase in the digital space where um, companies were now getting comfortable with hiring uh, full digital marketing managers within their companies instead of outsourcing. So they stopped um, outsourcing their digital to agencies. So a lot of agencies started losing their clients and Fearless Trends was one of those. I lost three of my biggest clients mm-hmm. and I was getting broke. So when I told my mom, I was really stressed out or where is my next five friends going to come from? My mom advised that maybe I should go into the city and stock um, cleaning products, come back into the village and redistribute them at affordable prices. And because I am like extra like that, I was like, I can actually come up with my own brand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, that is what happened. And now you are into manufacturing. Tell us a little bit about this product because I know it's it's, it's not just dishwashing liquid. I know that you also do uh, various other products. So tell us a little bit about uh, Spotless Cleaning, your factory setup, and um, how has the journey been so far? The idea around Spotless is that we want to produce a quality, uh, quality, a, a great quality range of cleaning products that can be affordable um, by the basic person in the villages. So what usually happens is that, or what we used to do while I was at home, we couldn't afford the stuff that would be on the shelves. We would have to wash dishes using washing powder. Spotless is here to to bridge the gap between uh, great hygiene um, and the most rural of rurals, you know. Yes. Yeah, so we're offering a great quality product at, at an affordable price. You know, that's just exceptional. You know, that innovation that's in your mind all the time. You know, and, and, and it's we looked a little bit. There's 22 competitive products on the market. Um, how, do you, how do you stand out and, and how's the sales journey uh, to get people to stock it? Is, is that yeah. challenging? Or? It is quite challenging because there's so much in the market. It's actually more than 22. There's a lot of stuff on the market. There's a lot of stuff. So um, I think um, because, you know, in my previous business, I was dealing with small businesses in rural areas, which is really what Spotless is. So I think I've got competitive advantage that I have got uh, a background in digital marketing. So I'm, I'm able to, to, to put the product out in the best way on social media that makes the people want to buy it. Because I remember when we, we first started, we had two different labels and we actually got the customers to have an input in what the product should look like. So what yeah. we've done is that we've enabled the customers to be part of the, the product. They feel like it's family. You know, so we've, we've, that's how we've posed it to people that this is your product, this is for you. How would you like us to shape it? Which bottle do you prefer? What color do you prefer? What fragrance is best for you? I'm so inspired by what you just said there because, you know, what we do at the show and what we try and highlight is that people don't understand if you purchase spotless cleaning high, uh, dishwashing liquid today or any other products that's associated, the mm-hmm. impact 
economically is immediately on the local front. So mm. the factories get work, they employ people, they support families. Um, mm. You've got your offices and you've got yourself to support. It, the impact of purchasing is immediate. And what we try to do to here is to tell people just to be more conscious of what they purchase. Um, and, and that's why I'm so inspired about your story because you've got a fantastic product. It's exceptional quality. You are trying to compete in a very saturated market. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you've got the energy and the ability to take it forward and and we are going to push this to retailers um, to stock your product Um, that's part of what we want to do here is not just chat to you and have a nice conversation but to turn it into a call of action Um, and that's something we focused on very much so the mood of the country at the moment uh, is 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 probably at a a low point we're very energetic and optimistic people and we have a certain passion for Africa here um, that allows us to be inspired on a daily basis but how do you feel at the moment and have you got anything positive or inspirational that you maybe want to tell people? Um, I think we are now at an, at, at an era or at a time as Africans, as South Africans, that um, young females, young black females feel like it's possible. You know, we feel like we can do anything. Females, males, black people feel like they're in a space where they can be anything that they want to be. Um, we are able to communicate how we feel about certain things. We're not afraid to voice our opinions. And I think we're going in the right direction. You know, everything might not be where we would like it to be, but I think we, we're heading in the right direction because we, there will always be something to complain about. Yeah. But I think at, at where we are right now, we're at the right place. We're not afraid to, to speak about problems. You know, we're not yes. afraid to uh, come up with solutions to problems that other yes. people haven't even noticed as problems. Yes. So I think as, as a country, as a continent, we're heading in the right direction. You know, there's this platform where you're interviewing people who are with local brands. You know, that's a step in the right direction. You know, when people start understanding how important it is to, to consume locally manufactured products, then that we're heading in the right direction. You know, in the next 10 years, we'll probably walk into a peak and pay and the spy and find that we only have South African produced products. Yes. Because we're capable of that. We can do it. We don't uh, need to have anything come from outside of our country. You just gave me the chills um, because it's really what we try and say here. Uh, we've got, and, and what we do is, uh, I mean, what's very difficult is that we don't always ask for people just to do emotional support because it's local. Because we also have a sense of responsibility as local manufacturers or local services or products to ensure that we are of the highest standard, to ensure mm-hmm. that our backup service is incredible. So we're not just saying to people support locally because it's emotion. We do make the best products. Um, and, and the most important important thing that I always see is the South African support or African people that anything that gets made in South Africa or Africa, there's a support system to it. There's a backup system to it. And mm. and I think that if you look at the logistics that's involved in transporting the, the products, uh, the factory that's involved, your yourself that's involved, the impact in the value chain is absolutely incredible. Absolutely out of this world, yeah. Well, you've answered the f- my following the question that was followed to that of the future of South Africa and Africa, speci- or future of Africa and South Africa specifically. But I think you've answered that tremendously well. And if I could just add, I feel the same way as you do. I think we're starting conversations. We want to bridge cultural differences and different people communicate with each other because once we start communication and talk to each other, it's just amazing what miracles do happen there. Um, mm, I think that the, the foundation of any transformation is communication yeah oh Mm. that's beautiful you've said it so nicely 
So yeah. tell me, any new products uh, in the pipeline or any? What's your f- look? Give us a hint into the future of Spotless. <laughs> Definitely. So we have formulas for household bleach and fabric softeners. We we were hoping that we were going to launch them this year, but with uh, the pandemic and everything yeah. going so slow, we couldn't get raw material at the beginning. We had to push everything back. Um, so yeah, we do have formulas for those two, and the the plan is to have a full cleaning range. You know, we want you to think Spotless and think a clean home. So everything that you can think of that would help transform your home into a cleanup environment, make it smell nicer. That is where we're heading. You know, some, it's beyond it just being dishwashing liquid and it's, it's everything that you can think of. And we, we, we would really love um, if South Africa is just continues being as receptive as it has been with our products that we can, because the only way that we can develop a full rate um, is if people are supportive and they're buying the product. So we, we, we offer a great quality product. That is what we, we do. We're proud of solving that. So what we need uh, people to do is just to try Spotless once and they will definitely open, uh, welcome it into their homes with open hands. And yeah, hopefully by then uh, we will have trusted us with um, their homes and the, clean, uh, the hygiene of their homes. We will now introduce other products yeah uh, well you're busy creating the brand and that's exceptional yeah. and and tell me then um so you've got the new products in the pipeline what is a call to action who would you like to ultimately make contact with you and so that they can stock you who is a call? give me a call to action i i have the retail industry i'm just going to give one little message as a small business, we need every cent, you know, into the business because we need money to run operations. We don't have like millions in our bank account. Yeah. So the, the biggest challenge is that when you go into big retails like your spa, your pride, check us, pick and take, they will take our products on consignment deals. And what that means is that yeah. they take our product and they'll only pay us when they've um, sold it. Do you understand? So we yeah. can't do that. And the only way that people can access our product is if they are on those big shelves. And we can't afford to be on those big shelves because it's going to take 90 days till we get our money. Do you understand? So yeah. if they can be more accommodating to small businesses and maybe have half consignment deals, I don't know what that even means, but they should uh, have systems in place that will enable small businesses to be on their shelves. Because at the moment, the only place that I can afford to be is on a small spaza shop's um, Yes. Um, yeah. So, and that is not ideal. So, yes. if 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 there could be a system where they actually can actually put um, small, uh, I mean, black business owned or business, small businesses, not even black, just yeah. small businesses, and they they have got shelf space and they can get their money as soon as the the the, the product leaves their hands, I would really appreciate that. I don't know who I'm talking to, but someone is to make that happen. No, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we because we also have a, a long retail background, uh, so we'll certainly make sure that we target this particular message because I understand your frustration because with big retailers they normally also want rebate um, and then they also want stock protection um, and all of that is very challenging and especially for a small factory trying to bring their products to market. Um, mm. So we have to be more accommodating and. There has to be some pressure on the retailers as well to say that you have to, you know, uh, the way it used to work and the way you used to look at small manufacturers now need to change and you need to give us a route to, mm. to be able to go to your shelf. Mm. 
So we will make sure. And how do people get hold of you? Where can I buy the product? Uh, give me some um, place to contact We are available you. on quite a number of stores and online stores. So if someone wants to find out where exactly, they can go on our Facebook page, which is Spotless South Africa, um, and our Instagram at SpotlessZA, and on Twitter, it is my personal account. I post a lot of content on Spotless. It's at T-O-P Rambani. Well, Maya, just this, a, a message from our team. Um, we just want to say to you, thank you very much that you've inspired us. Thank you very much that you wake up every day um, and fight the fight. Um, thank you so much for your positivity. And we can make such a difference together, uh, all of us. You know, um, mm. We are all one under God. Um, and we can make such a difference uh, in each other's lives, in each other's businesses and factories. And I just have this vision where I can just see Spotless on every shelf across the country. Um, and I really want everybody to have a call to action, support this business, um, try their products out. And also, if once you've used it, interact with them on social media. It helps. Um, so thank you very much and we bless you and your journey and your grandmother and your mother and your three brothers and we hope everybody at the factory that's listening to this that makes your product we are so grateful and appreciate for them as well in the morning to wake up and commit to what they commit to.